This is Your Business Unleashed, a podcast about building a business that makes money without you. I want to help you grow your company effectively so you can enjoy your work and your life more. I'm your host, Clayton Aiken. I'm an accountant and business advisor, an entrepreneur and a family man. Every episode, I'll provide simple, actionable insights for entrepreneurs who want to get off the treadmill. We'll talk to other business owners about their journeys and industry experts about the tools that they use to gain a competitive edge. Let's unleash your business. Every successful CEO or founder that I've spoken to had help, generally in the form of a mentor or a peer support group like my three to five club. Having a mentor or a peer support group helps you to leapfrog a bunch of learning that's already been figured out by someone else. I've learned a lot from my mentors over the years, and many of them I've never met, but they've shared their experiences with me through their books and their podcasts. And so today I'm going to introduce you to some of my mentors by sharing a list of business books that have had the big impact on me and thus have influenced every business that I've been involved with, including Aiken Henderson CPAs, Prairie Dog Brewing, Guru Wealth, and the hundreds of business leaders that I work with every year. So without further ado, here's the list. Number one on my list, the biggest one that's changed my life is a book called Making Money is Killing Your Business by my friend and podcast guest, Chuck Blakeman. In 2010, this was the number one selling business book in the United States, and it really struck a chord with me for good reason. Chuck challenges conventional business practices which have been rolled forward from the industrial age, which almost always prioritize profit over happiness. He emphasizes the significance of creating a business that serves both the needs of the customer and the aspirations of the business owner, promoting the concept of business maturity by encouraging readers to focus on building a company that works for them rather than being trapped in it. Chuck offers practical advice and actionable strategies, actionable strategies for achieving long-term success and general genuine satisfaction from entrepreneurship. This book is a foundation to major changes that I've made in our business and is the playbook for 3 to 5 Club, which is a CR, CEO mastermind that I facilitate in Calgary and online. And if you're considering a membership in 3 to 5 Club or you want to get off the entrepreneurial treadmill, this is a great place to start. Okay, number two, American Icon. Alan Mulally and the Fight to Save the Ford Motor Company by Bryce G. Hoffman is a really well-written book about the incredible turnaround uh, of Ford from 2006 to 2008 and the man behind those changes, Alan Mulally. Hoffman was a journalist who covered the automotive industry in Detroit and was granted the ultimate backstage pass into the archives and leadership of the Ford Motor Company. He describes the history of Ford and the Ford family and how, just a few months away from bankruptcy, Mulally transformed, transformed Ford from a decentralized multinational kingdom of management fiefdoms to a coordinated, transparent team of high-performing and accountable leaders that span the globe. Mulally's strong belief in building what the customer wants and, and building quality cars saved Ford from certain failure and within two years put it in a financial position to become the only automotive company in Detroit to turn down the 2008 government bailout. American Icon was one of the first books where I started to realize that there was a problem Problem with how traditional workforces are structured, and it opened my eyes to industrial age hierarchical power structures and why they're so pervasive in larger accounting firms. It's also a really cool story about one of my now favorite companies, Ford Motor Company. 
All right, number three, Financial Intelligence by Carol Berman. This is a comprehensive guide that is in plain English. It's written in plain English. It's easy to understand, and it teaches you how to read and understand financial statements. The book gives you the power to make more informed decisions and navigate your business better. Think of this one as sort of a financial statement for dummies and consider it essential kit for every business owner. Even though I'm an accountant, this book helped me understand financial statements from the eyes of my customers, folks who don't read financial statements every day. Number four, uh, I do read a bit of military um, leadership books, and this is my first of a few that I'm going to name off. Number four is uh, Turn the Ship Around by David Marquette. It's got a forward by Stephen Covey, who actually attended this naval uh, submarine. And so David Marquette was a U.S. submarine ca uh, commander who took the worst performing sub in the U.S. Navy, the USS Santa Fe, and within one year turned it into the best performing submarine in U.S. naval history. He did this by transforming his team from a struggling hierarchical organization into a high-performing, empowered team who practice decentralized decision-making. And the best part, he did it with the exact same group of sailors that he started with. Marquette challenges the traditional leader-follower model and advocates for a leader-leader approach where decision-making is decentralized and individuals at every level of the organization are empowered to take ownership of their roles and responsibilities. This book teaches us how to foster a culture of trust, competence, and open communication and inspires readers to call cultivate leaderships, uh, leadership at all levels. The benefits, of course, are improved morale, more innovation, and operational excellence throughout the organization. Turn this ship around was foundational in helping me realize what people are capable of um, and helped me realize that most stakeholders at your organization are motivated and want to be involved in decision making. We just have to give them context and mentoring and support, and then we as leaders can do less of the day-to-day -day and more of what we love. Carrying on with my military leadership book theme, uh, the next one is Team of Teams, New Rules of Engagements for a Complex World. This is a story about General Stanley McChrystal, and he shares his experiences in leading military operations against Al-Qaeda in Iraq and emphasizes the importance of breaking down traditional hierarchical structures uh, that you really see in the, in the big military structures and fostering a more agile and interconnected approach to decision making. This book is really well written and advocates for a shift towards uh, decentralized decision-making, cross-functional team collaboration, and shared, he calls it shared consciousness. It's the sharing of information to foster a team of teams culture. This approach enables organizations to harness the collective intelligence and respond effectively to dynamic and quickly changing environments, promoting adaptability and success in today's interconnected world. Better yet, as you'll find out with my next pick, DDM and cross-functional teams are a modern day business owner's salvation to working less and making more by getting the adults that you hire into the decision making of your organization. Team of Teams was foundational in helping me determine how to structure and integrate the various service lines at Aiken Henderson in a meaningful way where we all feel connected to each other and share a consciousness that improves our customers and our stakeholders experience. All right, my last uh, military leadership book is number six, Call Sign Chaos by Jim Mattis and Bing West. It's a bit of a biography of Jim Mattis, who was a four-star general and commanded the forces in the Persian Gulf War, Afghanistan, and Iraq. He ended his career as Secretary of Defense in 2017. This book takes us through Jim Mattis's decision-making theories and the various stages of his career, from direct leadership to executive leadership to strategic leadership. He emphasizes the importance of
of building trust within teams and having the moral courage to make a decision. This is a really great book on strategic decision making and has helped me as a leader uh, to design uh, a decision making framework for faster and more effective decision making at uh, the accounting firm Aiken Henderson. Number seven, rehumanizing the workplace by giving everybody their brain back. Again, this is a Chuck Blakeman book. Uh, it's one of three, and, and it's his newest book. This book is effectively a well-written textbook on company culture and a manual for how to set your organization up uh, for the modern-day participation age. The main premise of this book is that participation age workers want to make more meaning at work, not just money, and it teaches you how to set up your organization for success in this reality. It covers everything from how to post jobs and how to hire more effectively, uh, compensation structures, bonus structures, incentives, and how we should be evaluating people's performance. Chuck gives examples of small and major companies that operate without managers and who create collaborative, innovative environments for their people. At Aiken Henderson, we've used this book continuously. We've referred back to it over and over again for all things people and culture, including compensation strategies peer-to-peer recognition programs, feedback loops, um, and including everybody, the feedback loops, including everybody from every level of the organization and uh, and including everyone at the decision-making table. Number eight is Coach, the A.L. Williams story. This is a story about Art Williams, who founded the A.L. Williams and Associates Company, which later became Primerica Financial Services. For me, this is an inspiring story because it shows how someone who had a very humble, humble upbringing, he built one of the most significant financial services companies in America. You may not have heard of Art Williams. He is definitely one of America's business giants. He was fueled by determination and a desire to make a positive impact. Williams revolutionized the life insurance industry by introducing a direct sales model that empowered ordinary, everyday people to become financial coaches and sell policies to their friends and family. And what really inspired me is that Art believed in the power of personal connections and building systems and processes to democratize access to financial knowledge and services. He was an amazing and charismatic speaker who inspired thousands of individuals to achieve success and financial independence. We're all salespeople and Coach gave me some great ideas on addressing our compensation strategies, uh, including how every stakeholder at Aiken Henderson is paid based on their performance rather than by occupying, occupying a chair for a certain number of years, which is the norm in our industry. Number nine, Measure What Matters by John Doerr. This is our playbook for our quarterly firm-wide goal setting at Aiken Henderson. It introduces the concept of OKRs, or Objectives and Key Results. The book shows us how everyone on your team should set broad objectives that are only achieved when a specific and measurable set of key results are achieved. The book shows how changing the way we think about goal setting can drive organizational success through focusing on what matters rather than traditional measures measurement models. In most accounting firms, it's the number of hours and years that someone occupies a chair when it should be about the outputs, the results. John Doerr is a venture capitalist and a former Intel executive, and he believes that setting ambitious yet achievable goals aligns teams and individuals towards a common purpose. The book provides real-life examples from various companies, including Google and Intel, uh, to demonstrate how OKRs have been instrumental in their growth and in 
innovation. And trust me when I tell you that these concepts can be used in every single industry, even those outside of Silicon Valley. Transparency, continuous feedback, and adaptability are the cornerstones of a good OKR process. Using Measure What Matters helped me focus our business on measurable outcomes and encouraging a culture of accountability and collaboration. I'm not sure that there's been a single effort that we've undertaken that has produced more significant outcomes than OKRs. So this is a good book to read. And last, but certainly not least, number 10 on my list, Dare to Serve, How to Drive Superior Results by Serving Others by Cheryl Batchelder. This is a leadership book that challenges traditional notions of top-down hierarchical leadership models and advocates for a servant leadership approach. Drawing from experience as a former CEO of Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen, uh, Cheryl highlights the power of putting others first and serving them with humility, compassion, and authenticity. Dare to Serve is a playbook for focusing in on the needs and well-being of your team members and customers and stakeholders by creating a framework in your business. Essentially, you need to create a clear and compelling vision, empower your employees, and foster a culture of trust and collaboration. I'm not great at compassion or empathy, so this book was a good read for me. It helped me realize that my main role as a leader is to support and serve our leaders, and their main job is to support and serve our stakeholders who are there to support and serve our customers. So that's it. That's my top 10 business reads. I hope that you can find some useful nuggets in here, uh, perhaps enjoy a good business book. And thank you very much for allowing me to introduce you to some of my mentors. 